Coming to you from beautiful downtown Spokane, it's the queerest panel of revolving characters you'll ever need. It's the queer-centric with your host, Queerly Johnny. And the crowd goes wild. Welcome. It is the uh, second, second podcast that we've done. And we have, I mean, you're not kidding around. We do have a revolving uh, characters that I like to call them. Guests that want to be on a panel and talk about all craziness of queer, the queer world. And our guest today, Tom, I always use your proper name, Thomas Campbell. Tom Campbell. Okay, so didn't see you there. Uh, I know. Huh, what's this? So you're on the queer panel. What do you think? You're you're our second guest. Is I'm, br- I'm breaking it in for everybody. You know, I know. setting the groundwork. Are you gay enough? Do you think? I mean, <laughs> you invited me on. I guess I was gay enough. <laughs> you're queer. I like the word queer. You can be like any version of gay you want to be. If you're queer, you oh. can be straight. If you're queer, you can be an ally. Wow, I didn't know. That. Yeah, <laughs> you're queer I'm, I'm is something. a very broad term in the way that that we use it at the magazine. So exciting. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, of course. And doing this. I want to remind everybody that this show happens every week and we always have new panelists and then we'll repeat them as we go. But we're working them in next week. We're going to have uh, Lara Estaris, who I love so much, and uh, Matthew Schwink, who is an amazing artist in town. And they're going to be our panelists next week. But right now, who cares? Because it's all about us. It's all about me. It is. It is. Don't talk about them. Talk about me. Before we get started, we want to uh, give a quick shout out to um, uh, Broadway Spokane. They do the best of Broadway in the Downtown Performing Arts Center. Um, and they're doing Hairspray in September, September 20th through the 25th. The short run. Like, I just went to Come From Away. Yeah. Amazing. Short run. Typically, these things last three weeks in Spokane. They kind of hunker down. But, they make it worth their yeah, while. But it, I love Hairspray. I've never seen it in person. I've seen Travolta and I've seen Divine. You know, I've seen oh, the movies, but I've never yes. seen it in person. I love the original movie and I love the musical for two different, like many different reasons, different from each other. I love them both. I believe they stand firm in their own. What do you think their strengths? Worlds. Like, what, what do you think the difference? What do you think the strengths are between the two? Um, it gets to be a little more irreverent when it's the John Waters original. You know, because he was, I mean, that's just mm-hmm. John Waters. Mm-hmm. Never afraid to get kind of edgy, kind of. And I ought to be honest with you, I think the message in the original movie of uh, racism and the fight for equality was so much more raw mm-hmm. because it was just more, it was more real. It was real. Well, it was still sort of happening, right? Yeah. Like it, now, now we look back and we're like, oh, they're like pulling out our yeah. collars. That was, that was rough. But yeah. back then it was happening and it was hard for people to talk about it. Exactly. And so that's, I love that that beginning and i loved ricky like that's the movie i fell in love with ricky lake over and then of course you watch crybaby and all the other john waters movies because of this but then you have the musical and who doesn't love a musical and they did capture those same things they did a beaut. there's a beautiful song to uh encapsulate that whole moment of the march and mm-hmm. but it's they're just two different things so i think they have they have their strengths two different ways i love that the musical got the you know the stamp of approval from john waters and and i think it's great the opening great. number alone good morning baltimore hello you can't <laughs> not it it pumps you up you're just excited it's fun. yeah exactly so i'm excited it is going to be here in spokane i love going to see all of the live theater that we have here so um like I said, September 20th through the 25th, you can get your tickets at www.broadwayspokane.com. Uh, rumor has it there may be something, uh, an announcement, so the queer people can have a party. That's Ooh. all I'm going to say. 
Um, and we will be sure to put up a thing on our website when that happens. And also remember that our website that Kurt works so hard on is www.thequeercentric.com. So we have, we have fun things there. Our little digital, digital magazine. Hey, babe, what's wrong? Well, I thought one of us should be planning our wedding. I offered to help. Pizza, beer, friends, and you. That's all we need. It'll be like a bro wedding. It's like you don't even love me. Are you even gay? <laughs> I'll remind you a little later. Ryan, I'm not in the mood. Chad, just breathe. Why are you so worked up? I'm tired of having to act like I'm Charina just to get a baker to bake us a cake. Charina? Uh, let's table that. Listen, I've got the solution. Just go to www.viahospitalityagency.com. They take care of all the guesswork. It's an inclusive event, design, and production agency. Focused on the affirmation and celebration of all people. They can help plan every detail of our bro wedding. No endless searches for gay-friendly caterers or florists or officiants. And they do all sorts of events. They can help us celebrate all aspects of our lives. Minus any small-minded prejudice. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. Well, what's wrong now? <laughs> what am I going to do now? You can be as involved with the event planning as you want. As for the rest of your free time, we'll have all the time in the world to remind you how gay your man really is. Okay, I don't care how much reminding you do. I will never agree to a bro anything. Ah, bro, my guy, hear me out. Oh my god, do they have some sort of gay-friendly marriage counselor in here? Check out Via Hospitality Agency today. We are here to celebrate you. All of you. www via hospitalityagency.com Are you ready to kind of get into some things that have happened this some week? Some general vogue. Yeah. I want to talk about something that's been pissing me off. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> yeah. start there. Let's start. Coming out of the gate pretty strong. I, I know. I just want to say I am just um, I'm kind of floored by the conversation around the announcement of the student loan relief from President Biden. And how cranky everybody is on both sides? Yeah. I'm just like First of all, I my favorite uh, response is, well, I had to pay for my education. How Back in my day. Yeah, and I wanted to be like, okay, so in that train of thought, we can have nothing good. It can't be it different. It is I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because we can have nothing can change, nothing can evolve, nothing can become better unless I had it too. It, it, it feels like how uh, there can be sort of a jealousy from from you know different generations compared to yeah. now and how easy we have it you know easy in quotations right like right. uh when it comes to people just being openly queer right uh, there's some real bitter people that are like back in my day i wore a button up to pride parade i didn't you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's I, it's know. It's almost like, and I, I think about people who they go to the shelters to get food for their family because, and so are you going to oh, say wow. because uh, <laughs> you've always had to go to the grocery store that they don't deserve? Where is the, we have lost our humanity again. That's it. I cannot tell you. And let's be honest. Originally, Biden was going to forgive $50,000. Now it's down to 10, sometimes 20. And then there's all these rules just in case. Maybe we'll do more for you. But it came to all the way down to 10. So you know what? I just want to say, cranky people, that's what we call compromise. I'm not thrilled with it, but I'm glad it's better than nothing. So this is how we work together. I, I, call, it a, I call it a teaser. That's him saying, hey, you know, I'm going to give you oh, 10 yeah. to 20 now. If yeah. you reelect me, we'll talk about that other, you know, 20 or 30, you know, hey, 30 you know or 40. What? 
that's the way politics used to be played. Yeah, just sure. Gonna say. Yeah, now we just play it dirtier, and we play it in a more the fuck you version. <laughs> is what we what we do in this country. So that just I had to say it because I saw people going off, and I'm just like, what? It, you know what? There are people that are really cranky on both sides because not just hey, I don't get it. Like, yeah. I didn't get it my day. It's this isn't enough. Yes, which it's like yes to me is just sort of mind-blowing as a kid i mean i'm not going to get into my sob story unless you really want to lay me on the couch <laughs> right, but right. Uh, as a kid i my mom uh didn't really make money we got a lot of handouts from the church from yeah. the from the state and i didn't it, it didn't feel like something that was like that i should brag about obviously but right. it's also not something that i feel like people should look down on because people yeah. who need stuff need stuff exactly and and, and the amount that you get it's better than nothing. Like I, the, yep. there are Christmases I would have had no presents, and then they brought me three. And exactly. hey, I had three presents instead of none. Yeah. I don't know. It, and and that is funny because back in the day we would tell those stories. I used to tell people all the time. We were in our family were so poor we were po. We couldn't afford the O or the R. <laughs> there was so and there were Christmases we didn't unless a family from the church because my dad was a minister surprise everybody in the middle of the night. I mean, those are our moments where you almost have uh, there's a shame and uh, I shouldn't be ashamed. In the same thing. Like, I feel, it feels weird. Like, I, I tell my nieces and nephews all the time, me and your dad didn't have toys. We were thrilled to have a stick and a dirt clog at grandma's farm and a good imagination. Sure. You know what I mean? It's just, and I think we've lost sight of it. And so, like you saying, I think it goes back to the compromise thing. We no longer know how to talk to each other and we no longer know how to be like, okay, I'm going to meet you here and you meet me here. My favorite quote from the Muslim poet Rumi is the outside the realm of wrongdoing and right doing lies a field. I will meet you there. What happened to finding our way to each other? Mm -hmm. And and that is what makes me angry. And it's also why I can't always look at my Facebook page because I'm like, I want to love you. And if I read your statements, I'm going to, no, I can't do well, it. Well, usually hey. they're not statements. They're sharing someone else's statement. Yeah, and that, and that true. That's, a lot gets you know lost in the shuffle when you just, when everything that you say is something that somebody else said and yeah. you don't add commentary or you don't have your own thoughts that you really put out there. So yeah. it's, that's why I stopped, I kind of stopped sharing other people's like political posts or other posts. Yeah. If, if I have a question, I'll put it out there in my own words. If I want to say something, I'll try to put it out there in my own words. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it feels it feels like it gets a clearer, things are clearer when you do it that way. Yeah. And it's, it, it has become such an unsafe um, battleground out there. You know what I mean? Online? With Yeah. Well, on, not only online, you can't even share real opinions oh. in public. It's yeah. just, it's this, it's the ugly side of humanity that gets me every time. And this especially, like, hey, I didn't go to college because I had this goal to be a starving artist. And hey, you I made my goal. <laughs> I made it. But there are people out there like that. I don't, I don't, uh, what's the word? I don't wish that these people who went to college had to stick through it and now they have to pay because people are paying for the rest of their lives. I don't know, I don't know if people understand that it's gotten so bad. There is not, half these people are going to be retired by the time they're paying off their loans, something has to give. And so what we do is a certain group of people up there who make more money by choosing a mass of people and telling them, oh, do you know what they're doing? They're mm. getting it for free. That's what's going on. And you're just sitting there and looking at it and going, oh, I'm mad. They, why are you mad? They told me to be mad about this. So now I'm mad about it. Now this. I decided to be mad all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's fucked up. Curter, thoughts? Curter is a new... It's fucked up. It is. <laughs> Curter is a new convert. Back in the old days, 
like four or five years ago, you didn't care about politics at all. Now, I get a few messages a day on my phone that you will read something, you'll be so pissed off. And it's very refreshing. He said, why do, I, why do they get these handouts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, I'm on both sides of the fence with the student loan. Tell me. Wow. Um, Sounds painful. I think it's, it's <laughs> way too high, as, as, as we were talking about. You it's think, wait, high. what is way too high? The, 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 the tuitions and everything. Oh. Yes, yes. For, for the common man to actually elevate themselves to a better level and get a better education, yep. mm-hmm. they have um, a loan that is almost impossible to pay off. Mm. Yes. Those that have the money for the education sometimes just blow it away anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but they're also the ones kind of whining about it. Yeah. You know, so I I actually had to go through bankruptcy for my student loan. Yeah. And mine was nowhere near. I don't even think I had 10 grand on it yeah. because I never finished my freshman year. Mm. And Well, you know, that's one of the things they're talking about. You are not eligible if you did not get the degree you went to, you did not finish ouch. and get your degree. You're nice. not eligible. Yeah. You have to go through all of these other 80 things. It's very yeah. government. And the fact that this is good and also let's confuse you to death to be able to get it but one of the things is so that's even worse and here's the thing that's to me you telling us that you had to go through bankruptcy to get rid of what you did use is a check for the this is a good thing yeah in my opinion you know what i mean because here's the thing the other thing we don't do i don't believe we do is see the long game the reason the republicans have been able to wreak such havoc including gerrymandering which took decades to, to make happen in their favor is that they always saw the long game. This is why 50 years, they knew that this whole 50, last 50 years, they wanted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Right. For 50 years, they planned how to do it. And then we're like, oh, what just happened? This is shocking. No, it's not shocking. But Democrats, they've been saying it. They've been saying it for a long time. They're, they're, they're yeah. gunning for it. Yeah. We don't play the long game. And we have spent decades teaching Americans to need things now, to not see beyond. Because if we're, you look at this... Uh, we're winning the battles, but we're losing the war, so to speak. We're, exactly. we're finding these small little yeah. gains where uh, now they have gender-neutral bathrooms, which like, all these things are good things. You know, Gender-neutral yes. bathrooms, uh, pronouns are in the discussion right now, but then right yeah. behind our backs, we're suddenly having it to where you know women don't have the rights that they should. Exactly. So we so they claw back. That's what they... They want to put a smoke screen over here and then claw back over here. It's the Trump approach, basically. That's exactly what it is. He was the person who just gave a mouthpiece to what they have been doing forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what's... And the other thing is, look at it. In the long run, if we have people with degrees and they're educated to do specific jobs and they're not encumbered by these the debt that they have and by having to make sure they make the most money and have the least life because they need this that only does us good it only builds the economy better the, but let's make sure everybody uses their base instinct and is afraid and pissed off because then the top one percent will always be the top one percent the, the the funny part is and i know people in their like you know at work or whatever i know people in their 50s and their 60s that are they kind of keep trying to retire and they keep not retiring and it's because that's not really a thing like it used to no. be anymore. My and mom is back working. She's going to be 80. <laughs> what? <laughs> and some people, they'll try to justify it to themselves and some mm-hmm. people, this is the reality. I just want to get out of the house and have something to do when in reality, yeah. they're not they're not able to make ends meet. No. But they they can't see that the the education of the, you know, the US is what's going to stop that from happening how it does. Yeah. 
they're just looking at it and saying, well, that's not fair. That's not how I, I didn't get right. that handout and I'm working right now. It's they, yeah. they can only see what's right there in front of them. Exactly. And that in and of itself, there's the crux of what is, is uh, another example of what is wrong with the way we think in our society today, which is why until we can get out of it, if we can get out of that thinking is the only way to be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there. Yeah. That, that was the, I wanted to start with a good, lots of pissing a lot are of you, people Are off. you done with the soapbox? Can I go put I, it away? Do you want, no, because I think we'll need it Are we going to need it later? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. just leave it where it is. Sorry. I, I don't know if you know that the other name for this show was the soapbox. So. Oh, was it? Oh, wow. <laughs> because let's be honest. Because you have such a dirty mouth. That we're <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I just have to keep sucking on that soap. That's what I'll suck on. Um, so now let's go. Okay. So now everybody please comment below uh try to be kind in your comments and let's not tear each other to shreds but please sound off tell us what you think of of that topic but now let's move on something that is tragic and yet brings up some interesting things which is the this process of death just in general but in america well, really in our chipper episode i know so far, this huh? is we're here to up, uplift and cheer um so anne Hayesh, uh, most people know her either from her soap opera work that started now. She's, of course, she's done movies and things, or to her relationship with Ellen DeGeneres mm -hmm. in the 90s um, and everything that was a train wreck about that. Well, she recently got into a car crash um, right off, right in the Hollywood Hills, right through someone's house. And luckily, we did not hit any of the occupants of the house, which is a big deal because she took the house out. Um, <laughs> and she ended up in a coma. She ended up, her car had caught on fire, so she had burns. She was, this is the tragedy of it. That's horrible. Yeah. The conversation is problematic, <laughs> I would say. The woman has died. Uh, so what does that mean, though? The, when, I, when someone dies, to me, the way I've always kind of looked at it, when someone dies, it doesn't automatically give them a sainthood. It doesn't mean everything they did in their life was perfect we're going to forgive it nothing bad happened but it also doesn't mean we're, we need to talk shit about that person you well, know i what think I mean? there's a cooling off period you can't you can't uh it, it feels very disrespectful to go in on someone that's died in the last right. you know month maybe even year depending on the person yeah. um but then there has to be a time where we can't we have to be realistic with someone's legacy and what they yeah. what they did the mark they left how people remember them we can't just be yeah. like Oh, he, he had such good music. Let's forget all those allegations. You know, yes, yeah, we, you. we can't we can't permanently forget those sort of things. No. It, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's what's happening a lot with so Anne Heche, uh, she was very public about her problems that she had with drugs and alcohol. Uh, it seems like because she had a podcast as well, and it seems like they were coming up again. The last podcast I heard her do, she was definitely slurring and definitely mm. it was obviously she was under the influence mm. and on and Actually, this accident happened directly after a show she did. So she was most, and so, and it has come out that she did have, uh, she did have substances in her system at the time. Does it mean it's not sad that she died? No. But the fact is, there are people out there saying, well, you're not allowed, we're not allowed to be honest, apparently. We can't say, this is, this is some of the tragedy that happens when you have addiction issues. It doesn't, it, I'm not blaming that that victim, how dare they? But I am saying, let's, we have to have the conversation or else this happens somewhere else. But how soon? Like, if, for instance... Oh, um, yeah, they didn't wait. There was no, no breathing. No, there I mean, she, no. She, she's not even cold and people no, are, are talking... No. Well, no, sorry, but it's not a fire, thing about the fire. She's not even gone and... No, and, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And uh, people are, you know, talking crap about oh. her. Like, like uh, Kobe, 
how um yeah. who, who made that who really got in some hot water it was somebody that talked about the uh, rape allegations pretty much Ooh. like the day that kobe died they're like yeah. why are we talking about him like he's some sort of legend when we yeah. had, he has all these accusations that just went yeah. away and and people went who i'm gonna sound like an idiot who went after kobe i can't remember uh but they they were hurting for a bit that people really didn't want oh oh uh it was ari shafir the comedian that's oh that oh yeah. yeah and here's the thing I don't think we need to trash each other, but there is a time. I think there now it doesn't have to be like Queen Victoria in England. We don't have to have thirty years of mourning. Um, she took it a little far, and it probably was a little more than thirty years. We're I don't still, we're still in mourning about Princess Di. I mean, yeah, what yes, say. yeah. But we can talk about it in respectful ways. But we also need to be honest. Mm. You know what I mean? This was a problem. This is what happened. Maybe this is a cautionary tale, and maybe we don't need to be talking shit about her either. When yeah. it's been a week Sunday. You know what I mean? We don't need to do that. But we we also don't need to make uh, a saint out of her because she's dead. Mm-hmm. The fact is something terrible happened due to some not great decisions based on someone's, you know, she went through a lot. But why? now we're not even talking about the poor woman whose house was wrecked because we can't. We're not allowed to talk about it. Right. And I'm like, all I'm saying is, can we talk about how we deal with death in our society? About how, when my father died, my father was not a perfect man. I loved, but it didn't change that I loved my father. Sure. Uh, our our relationship was problematic at best at times, but we made it through and we were able to get uh, to forgive each other in the end before he died. Mm. But the fact is, it doesn't erase that he was a human that made some bad decisions and maybe didn't do the greatest parenting at all times. It's okay to say that. It doesn't lessen what I feel for my dad. It doesn't lessen that I love and respect my dad and that I know what pieces I got from him that I celebrate, but I also know what pieces I got from him that I need to, is something I need to fight. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? There, there are very few celebrities that have died where people can't find any dirt on them. They oh, can't, yeah. they can't find it like, uh, uh, Bob Ross, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe some people said, oh, he wasn't quite as, you know, relaxed right. off, you know, when he wasn't on the, you know, on the canvas, yeah. but it's like, yeah. yeah Who, and that's people. the thing. Why all of a sudden are we absolved when we all know, be nice. wait, <laughs> if I looked, if I looked at myself, I probably wouldn't say half this shit. You know what I mean? Who doesn't have a burn box that you have your friend on speed to like, if I die, this is where it is. I need you to get rid of my laptop. I need you to get. I need you to chop up my phone and eat it, please. <laughs> exactly. Nobody is perfect. But and and to go to a different extreme. Did you hear about uh, the rapper Gunu? I did not. Yes, from uh, down down. I want to say south. Um, I don't know. I'm going to get it wrong. So I know I don't want people coming after me. But the fact is, his mom, he was shot and killed. And he was an up and coming rapper. Mm. Uh, he loved his his life. He was very joyous. Well, someone shot and killed him in a parking lot. And his mom, the way she wanted to celebrate him was oh. they did extreme embalming, which is a thing that some embalmers will do. Uh, so extremely embalming that they put him up at his favorite nightclub and he is actually in his outfit that he would perform I in. I had seen the photos yes. of that. Yeah. And he's up on the stage and it threw people, people got pissed about this. And for her, this is the way she wanted to celebrate her son. And so people would go and some people were dancing around him because that's what he liked to do. And some people, you'll see pictures if you look online, are they just look mortified as they're just staring at him because he's right there i mean right and it's because we're not used to talk we don't talk about death we are not comfortable with death mm. looking at those pictures made me feel funny in my tummy really? i'm not gonna lie yeah because i'm like oh that person's dead and he's just right there i don't know and he looks very lifelike 
for me, I, I've never been, I, I've literally said to people, uh, anybody who will hear me, <laughs> yeah. I, I've said, okay, when I die, find a cardboard box, just make me fit right. in that, you know, throw me in the river, dig a hole, right. toss me in there. I don't need, I don't need any sort of really respectful, just, that's just for me personally. I know everybody sees death differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have to worry, do I? <laughs> no, but right. Find a refrigerator you, box. Right? We can just, I'm like, just burn me. Just put me in the whatever box you have to burn people in and that's fine the incinerator to, yeah nothing i don't need to you know i don't need to take up room i don't need i'm not even there so honestly i won't care so you said <laughs> that's that's kind of the, the you know the, the philosophy that i have yeah. but you said this creeps you out when did i say it creeps me out i think you just said it gave you the willies like it kind of it kind of spooked you the, 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 oh, the hint it stand. made me funny in my tummy uh, okay. that's what, I, what that, that was mean? my technical I'm sorry, what is that, word what is that <laughs> that was that you know when no i am not i am not super comfortable with death like i I respected what this mother wanted to do. Plus, there was it, there was no health issues. Like it, they weren't going against some law to keep people's. No one was going to get sick from this. But it just I'm not used to seeing that. And so to see, I remember when I was 12 when my grandfather died, and he was an open casket. And mm. I just remember it's so it's so jarring mm. to see someone who has no spark left. There's no life in sure, that. Sure, sure. And so seeing him, and they did such a good job. But it was just like oh. You know I, I think mean? I've seen too much Reddit because there's there's stuff that's a lot <laughs> that will really really shake you to your core. Kurt, and this, this is a generation this, thing. I think so it sort know. of is. I, I think it sort I of do. is in a way, yeah. Because you there's I mean, this is to me as far as online stuff goes, it's yeah. very mild. I think being there in person would probably make it feel pretty different, right? Uh, but this doesn't uh, spook me or anything. I, right. I I don't think that I would want this done for my <laughs> yeah, one of my right, loved ones. Right. Though I have seen um, I've seen where someone was mounted they i think they died in a motorcycle accident and yes, they love their and motorcycle and he's in the, bl- the big glass box and I they think took so. him yeah i know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about yeah so they had him just posed up on his uh well one of the, this is like an extra step but there is a whole movement of people who do they put them in at Sky the burial? funeral home oh. oh no in the funeral home they they make something that's that sew them and they set them so you can come through and see them in something that they enjoyed in life. And that he was an older gentleman um, who loved motorcycles and they put him in this glass box so they could take him. Everybody in the town knew him so they could like drive in the town and there he is on his motorcycle. It's, and I get it. And I think the only reason it's as freaky to some people as it seems is because we don't see that. We're no, we have not. Mm gotten used to that there are cultures that will literally uh and i don't know the culture i'm not gonna pretend like i remember the name of the they they will bring out their their uh dead loved ones and change their clothes and kind of walk them around the town and kind of have them say hi to people and do that once a year yeah once a year once a year yeah Yeah, it's once a year and it's just been in the news a lot lately because we're all talking about you know death lately and they don't think it's a big deal the kids walk up and say hi to grandpa and yes it's because it's what well i like to think this is way different but the same Um, it's like growing up if you do not in uh introduce your children to a wide variety of different types of foods and ethnic foods and things like that they're not going to be as willing they're going to look at something and go that's gross i don't want to try it sure it's because well, they've they were never used to it, so we've not been exposed to it. So, our our worldview is very narrow when mm. it comes to that stuff. So, I think that has a lot to do with with death. That. Yeah, I remember my dad came to me once when uh, this was before he got sick, and he was he had finally. Uh, I I'm a I'm a big proponent of 
counseling, no matter who you are, even if you're the healthiest I think person everybody alive, could use it. yeah. it's just good. It's it's a tune-up. Sure. Um, but he was saying he had finally allowed himself to go, because in our religion, you don't do that. God is your counselor, and so you don't... I'm like, well, God gave us people down here who know stuff, so that's good. But Dad went, he came to me one day, and he was like, I'm just so... I've had to come to this realization that some people we put on pedestals, we need to kick them off of the pedestal. It doesn't mean we're hurting them. It means we're bringing them down till we understand them, till they are human. Mm. And I thought, we do need to do more of that. It's why we can look at someone like Trump and raise him up to be perfect. And you're like, how is it happening? This like mythical because, person in a way. Yeah, because we've allowed ourselves to go, no, I need to believe everything he says is true because it's filling some need in you. Well, these are the cultural things we need to be talking about that we don't talk about. Death is a big one of those. And, and I think, you know, even if I wasn't a big fan it doesn't matter. Wasn't an Anne fan? Wasn't an Anne fan. It doesn't matter, though, because it wasn't like I didn't like Anne Heche as a person. I didn't know her as a person. But this conversation that's happening after it, it seems so much like people who aren't cultured enough to have a respectable conversation about someone who's not here. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, maybe it, maybe it is weird. because the generation that is kind of leading online conversation is sort of like, like I was talking about, just kind of desensitized from what what death is and how it impacts people, yeah. especially people you don't know. You know, you're yeah. thinking about the people that were close to Anne and what yeah. they're going through with people sort of bad-mouthing her and dragging her through the mud. Yeah. Uh, when when things are not even, you know, things are not even figured out with how she's getting put in the ground or anything no. like that, yeah. or, or maybe by now. And but, she has you know. a, I'm like, she has two sons. I mean, she has a family. Like, we also have to remember that. Like, we can talk honestly, but let's not be like mean mm. you know what i mean sure and, and i think you could be mean later you know yeah. <laughs> i think no, yeah. nobody's yeah. nobody nobody has a carte blanche or nobody's right. you know free of uh of being really you know really right looked at that way listen because i'm not trying to be disrespectful but some people will remember the barbara walters interview anyone anyone uh where she talked about being abducted by aliens and she needed to take a break and she stood up and just kind of bent over and barbara walters is just there going ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. For a second, I thought you said Barbara Walters did that. <laughs> she <laughs> talked about being abducted and then bent that over. Reveal. And I just pictured but her floating away. that's what it away. felt like. You're like, what is this person doing? But this was after her and uh, Ellen broke up and she had wandered in the desert. You mm. know, and no one knew where she was. It was sort of a Charlie Sheen sort of. Yeah, she was going through some shit. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to want to laugh about that later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen, I, if you can't laugh at me. So I'm like, you know, when I die, tell I want people to gather around and tell... I have some ridiculous stories. What is my what is my saying? Anything for the joke? It's happened a lot in my life. So, but death. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, for, yeah, I think the uh, for for me, I think I find um, solace in. I, I think I can laugh at almost anything, and maybe even things that shouldn't be laughed at. I think I can sort of kind of right. help relax myself about most topics just by kind of finding yeah. finding an angle. I don't know. Well, and I always. I enjoy a good dark sense of humor, but dark doesn't have to mean you're a complete asshole and you know what I mean? Yeah. But a dark There's sense of humor because, hello. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the way you get through. I get through everything in life, no matter how dark it is through laughter. It's my only way to get through it because you wouldn't want to see me if I didn't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm very scared. Dark it's Josh. Very scary just see in the morning. Just, oh, I mean, that's a true thing. Before one cup of coffee. Before quarter. he's done his morning laughs. <laughs> yes. It is like exercise. Uh, I always say hope is like a muscle. You have to, you have to work it. John, John wakes up. He he sits up. <laughs> he uh, he goes. He you know brushes his teeth, and in the yep. mirror he goes ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I do. Kurt, what do you think about death? It's kind of been close to you, <laughs> just this weekend. <laughs> Kurt always well, trying to die. 
Well, I'm not always stranded. Die. It just seems to happen. It does. Just <laughs> testing the boundaries, just seeing what yeah. I can get away with. Well, I, I, I don't know. I used to be super afraid of it and feared it. Um, but I don't know. Going through it with my mom, uh, going through it with uh, my little hairless buddy Aww, of 18 yes. years who never left my side. Just for uh, clarification, that is a dog yeah. that he's speaking of. He's not talking about his hair, mom still. It, no, no. Well, she was losing her hair in the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. But yeah, you lost your dog, which was a devastation to me yeah, when I, I lost, lost mine, him so. a month before I lost mom. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So it's a lot of death. And, and, I think I'm processing it very weird because I've talked to my aunt about it. Um, I can see everything around mom right now, but I cannot see my mom. Mm. Like I can see taking care of her and stuff, but like the medical bed is empty. She's not in the bed, even though I'm doing stuff, you know, I'm feeding her or whatever. The hands are moving, but there's no, it's it's like my brain hasn't yet processed. You're you're still in the business of death, not in the, the grief of death. Yeah, I cried more over the dog than I did my mom, and I don't know if it's because I really hardened myself against it. Well, or do what? you think also? Now we're going to go into therapy. Ready? <laughs> do you think also you took care of your mom for years? You yeah. were the primary caregiver. Yeah, that probably also changes the way you view death. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it did, but it, do- it obviously it has. Yeah. Yeah, when you when you could take a step back and sort of look and see how you're, because I I mean everybody has their own time frame and whether that be you're you're you maybe you're like you're thinking hey you know I've I've feeling these things about my dog that I'm not feeling about my mom they're just a different time frames you know yeah. there's there's no yeah. rush to feel all those feelings it just happens when it happens exactly yeah. Yeah. and you can't rush it e- either it's you could try gonna, yeah you could try I like to call them grief ninjas they just sneak up when they're ready and you don't know so you'll be doing you slice job your legs and, out from under yeah right right they get real and I think. And here's the thing, I think we, because we don't talk about these things, we don't understand that death is going to be a process, and that death affects us all differently, because it's all filtered through the filter we've created in our lives that happens with every experience from the moment you're born until this moment in time, you have built filters. So it's going to be different. So if we as a society could be okay with however someone needs to to get through death and be open about discussing it, I think it wouldn't be so messed up and weird and grief maybe wouldn't be so traumatizing uh, in a lot of situations. I, I sort of have a... Um, it's, it's a story about a friend of mine and my boyfriend's. It's actually his friend and I've yeah. become friends with him. Um, he he pulled a prank. He called it a prank. Uh, the, I don't know. He, he called he, it a prank. Yeah, he basically... Um, off well. He texted uh, my boyfriend from... Uh, and, and said, hey, this is uh, the friend's uh, mom. Um, he killed himself. And then I had to go through that grieving process along with my boyfriend about what happened. And we were... I, I found myself tearing up. I didn't expect that. And I said, okay, oh I need to take I need to take my boyfriend on a drive to just try to get him out of the house because he's just heartbroken. They've been friends for years and years. And then we sit... <laughs> we get back to the house and I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, why would she use his phone? And why would she text and not call? Yeah. And why would and so we're sitting there for a minute and then we eventually I'm like, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call his mom's number and I wake her up. Like she she's like, Hello and I'm like, Yeah, um I need to check what's going on with Nick? And she's like, Oh, do you want me to go get him real quick? And so then she goes down and then we find out he just thought it was a prank. And and so now, I don't even know what to say to that. I, so in hindsight, I, I can laugh about it. I mean, but but at the time, I, I was like, 
I think even while we were sitting there, both wiping tears from our eyes after calling her, we're like, that dick. Like, that yeah. was, what a weird, but it, it, it sort of put it in perspective for me, because when I think of, of the death of someone I know, hypothetically, it's pretty easy for me to think, that'd be tough, you know, I, I, I'd probably manage through it, all right. But then this person that I'm, it's not the person I'm closest to in the world, they died, or they, you know, they died, they right. thought they died, and... I had this really, this crazy surge of emotion and maybe the part of that was for my boyfriend, but still I just right. really didn't expect myself to go through that. So the yeah. hypothetical versus the reality and then it wasn't even a reality. And so I didn't, I mean. And then a side question, what, did he have some sort of reasoning or did he really think that would be funny? He thought like, it would be what? really clear. Apparently there was something that. Childhood trauma. Apparently he had pulled that prank on a different friend and was really quickly planning on texting him back and like his phone died or something like that. So he was planning so on quickly So he did the same thing to you guys? He did tell friend. you right yeah. now? Yeah, well, so that he thought that when he texted my boyfriend that he would get that it was the same joke as he had pulled on their friend previously. Oh my God. But that connection was not made. Yeah. yeah. So it was- Nobody it was, in this room is allowed to make this prank at all. Ha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, just kidding. Wow. So there's the other thing. I think it's important in our culture to to normalize talking about death, but still understand respectful boundaries. You don't you think death I mean? pranks are okay? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't just think testing the telling waters? people that you killed your. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Wow, that would have done me in. It, it yeah. really. It. I, I. I think it's funny now, but I now am very careful how I approach right? anything I hear from For him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's almost as bad as people. Doing what they call swatting, where they actually convince SWAT teams to oh yeah, that's a thing. Invade yeah. people's yeah. homes. It's usually yeah. from streamers online. Yes, yeah. exactly. It happens a lot in gaming in the gaming community, which is awful. Can you imagine? You convince a SWAT team that they need to go to this person's house, and I just... think it. I think it actually has led to death before. Okay. Where they, yeah, they do I would not end up shooting it. the person because the person doesn't know what's happening. They hear someone no. outside. They bring their gun to exactly. the door, and it's yeah, a, it's there is an issue. Listen. So much messed up and <laughs> how we do things in uh, not just our culture, but this is the culture I live in. Okay. So this is the one I know and it's, it's pretty, pretty fucked up. Just all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Now I'm done. I'm done. Oh, let's move on to an even better, different version let's of Let's cheer things death. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about Freya trees. the walrus. Shall we do that? Freya. Did anybody hear this in the Netherlands? No. Freya. <gasps> this killed me. Did you hear about this, Kurt? No. This Beautiful walrus is way off of her usual uh, where she normally goes because her, you know, everything is changing. Her food supply has changed. So she has to go out of her way to go to food supply. So she's been in this uh, in this town where she, you know, gets up on the boats. She's a heavy girl. I mean, she's curvy. And where she jumps up, she so she is being probably a nuisance, but the people love her. Uh, they've named her Freya. Freya the walrus. And so the the government has told the public, please don't like try to she's a wild animal. Please don't go try to feed her or hug her or you know put on so many uh, personifications to her that you know let her be everything's going to be fine. But it's great that we appreciate that she's there because she is she's not hurting anybody. Um maybe hurting some boats but not hurting yeah, any yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a true statement. But nothing, well, the government's like, that's fine. They, there's a, a dock worker, and these government people come out, and they feed her to make sure she's okay, make sure her well-being's doing. Okay. And they, they uh, have lunch with this dock worker, and he's like, this is so great. It's so nice that you guys are so uh, you know, supportive of this, because he loves her. He thinks it's great. Nothing bad is happening. And later that night, that government people, they were waiting until the dock was closed down, and it was night, and they killed her. 
Oh. They, yeah, they didn't euthanize her, which is what the nice article said. They shot her in the head. And oh. then drug her out to sea and then said, well, it's your fault. We told you guys to leave her alone. And I, this is my thing. So, and again, two very distinct sides. Some people saying she was hurting property. Like, she was a wild animal. Anything could happen. And then, and I'm reminded of an old South Park episode, which was, I think, season one, where they're like, well, all you have to do is kill an animal. To kill an animal that you're not allowed to is just say, he's coming right for us. I think that's and episode two. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, and here it is happening here. So you have uh, animal rights activists, people who just, you know, feel really sensitive towards this, ticked off because you basically snuck under the cover of night and pulled like, an old yeller. Yeah, yeah. And you killed her like you were some, you know, Jersey mob boss. Took her took her on the back of the shed. Yeah. Didn't even didn't even do like anywhere where there are vet people, you know, veterinary people in the world, they can euthanize. You know, I don't fair, think they should have killed her, but Still, euthanasia is a little nicer than here's a gun to your head. To be fair, I, I well, I don't know. I, I, I most of the time, a shot to the head is um, instantaneous. It's, <laughs> it usually will just take you right out. I, well, I, it doesn't I say, take that much longer with the euthanasia. I mean, you know, I remember holding my dog when he when he went. It's not long at all. Mm. It is really quick. So, but how many gallons? How many gallons like... of euthanasia drug do you need for a walrus? <laughs> Maybe they were thinking of cost because they do say that those cost a do lot. Do you work for the government of the Netherlands? <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell you where my pocket. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell you where my money's coming from. I do feel like, well, at the very least, it was not a properly handled public. It it wasn't properly handled. There should well, have been. It wasn't a public execution, right? They waited until everybody was asleep. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Hear ye, hear ye. Do not lay on the boats. <laughs> it seemed like, I feel, this is what I felt like. It, and it was so quickly after she started being in those waters there was not even question of oh like a relocation attempt here's or- an a a b a c a d let's just kill her it was yeah, like relocation. i feel like there were options that, they could have looked at i think like the most popular thing for wild animals is let's <laughs> move it somewhere else yes, but to where her food were they were they maybe skeptical of doing that because of her size were they afraid of how much the resources or the risk of injury seriously or right relocate? now i'm just trying to, I'm trying to what, I, what I try honest. to do in these sort of situations yeah, yeah. I, I try to see it from how they could justify it to themselves. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think what they genuinely thought oh, to themselves yeah. about I this. I guarantee you it had something else to do with money. That was somewhere in there. Because this is what I'll say. All you had to do is reach out to a number of groups from PETA to the Wildlife Federation. To what? what was to the first one? PETA? I, th- I thought you said PIA. <laughs> to PIA. PIA. PIA Sadar. She was very famous back in the 80s. <laughs> um, you, there were, I, I think there was plenty of people who would have footed a bill. You know what I mean? I just feel like it was so quick. That's really what is pissing people off, at least me, is that there was, the, and especially, this is a country, Switzerland, I believe is where it is, Did which is no, oh, is it Norway? It's it's over there. The con- oh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, are you, are, you, are you showing your In white racism by America. conflating the two? <laughs> I don't know if it's white racism as much as it's, I'm American and I'm not smart. What's the word I for that? I did not bother. But it's not white racism, it's... I got uh, big gun, me use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, th- there's another nicer word for it where you're you're not racist because of the people you're you're you don't like you're racist because you're because of their country. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna think of it. No, later. I'm saying that geography is not good for America because we never learned it, and we should have. I'm saying I wish I knew three languages and the countries of the world. I'm confident, and I do. I'm smarter than this people. Believe me. Um, the the country's not known for being uh unkind, but I think those days are over. 
just gonna say they kind of have changed your, public image haven't they don't bring your pet if you're gonna go visit i'm just saying maybe it's better to leave them at home especially right. if it's curvy it's yeah, <laughs> yeah if, it can, yes. if it can take down a boat <laughs> <laughs> but see there's a picture if you there i put a link in our in our notes and you can see her she's just lounging sunbathing on someone's boat let me see and this can... boat is owned by a lawyer who makes a lot of money he had been on on a big trip hadn't been home for like a week he was in the, he was in the early process of it. attempting to sue and, her and have yeah, her get well, off the and boat. And his yeah. answer when his friend told him about her is, well, they did what they had to do. They She probably hurt my boat. <laughs> it's like, okay, thank you yet again. Heartless answers. It's like that she was coming right for it. No, she already came for it. Yeah, that yeah, part's yeah. over. She's she's already there. I feel like there needs to be a segment of the show she called Heartless Answers. My boat inappropriately. She Yes. Well, she, you know, she did she puncture the boat. tarp. <laughs> She punctured the tarp with her claws. That is something that happened. So walruses have claws. That's what he said. I, I thought they had little flappers. Yeah, I thought. Don't they if have? Don't the they teeth. have the tusks? They have twenty-five that... foot long tusks. <laughs> Wait, are you take a boat down? <laughs> also, not twenty-five foot long. This is a prehistoric times. But he said, "Listen, ten foot long animal, twenty-five foot long claws." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a drag queen. It's a drag queen walrus. Things Xenophobia. That's Xenophobia. the one I couldn't think of. Oh, oh, that's huge. That. How dare! No, I was kidding. How dare you, xenophobia group? Uh, afraid of a I whole love that group. Show. Xenophobia, uh, Princess Warrior. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. That was the sequel. It didn't last as long. As, no, people didn't. People needed to know where she was at that time, and they did not like when they found out. <laughs> every time it was like it was a new new place every time. Anyway, so that was <laughs> to wrap up the death segment. Poor, poor curvy Freya. I I feel really bad for her. It makes me sad. How, do we know how old she was? Long tusks. Yeah. I don't know if they bothered to even figure that out. They were just like, just kill her. Well, I'm not like, you know, I'm not asking them to like count her rings. I'm just saying, do we know, was she like an older walrus and maybe there's less? It, there was no mention of that her being older at all. She was just, she was there. She didn't care about we the people. She didn't knew like ye. when, yeah. She didn't love when the people would get like aggressively too close to her. Like she doesn't want to do a selfie with you. Let her be. Mm. But she was, she didn't hurt anybody. She wasn't, she was just playing. She's like, my food's here. Your boat's here. Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Man, maybe that's the saddest story that we've covered today. I know. I know. At least this next one, I don't know if I would call it sad as much as I'd be. Uh, it's a wary. Uh, monkeypox. Mm. It's everywhere now. Okay. So I just read a story, by the way. I don't know why monkeypox makes me think of COVID, but it's because, you know, they, they keep it's, telling it's a us it's going to be. Yes. Yeah, and that they keep telling us it's going to be the next big thing. Is, is I also, I, I really don't like the name. It's, it's, it sounds like something that The Simpsons talked about, like comedically. You right. Know, like, well, you know, there's a whole conversation about changing the name. Is there? Yeah. There's a whole conversation going on right now about can we call it something different? Ape warts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, though. No, that, that's, a, that's maybe, a school. Maybe, that's a magical yeah, school. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, monkeypox, big thing out there. You know, uh, just for everybody watching, there are, like, even in Spokane, if you're in our area, you can get vaccinated if you're gay. Because uh, they're like, those gay guys, they're going to spread it everywhere. Which, I don't know, um, is, that a, is, that a mis, is that misinformation? Is, yes. is it spreading more in the gay community than No, the okay, so here it is. 80% higher spike in the gay community, but oh. not because of what people take that to mean. Mm. Oh, because it's a lot like HIV back in the day. It's a way for uh, people who want to be ignorant to use it and not use it. And the reason is, this is, <laughs> let's be honest about, about our community. Um the reason is because we didn't really want to stop 
even during the lockdowns, we didn't want to stop seeing each other for COVID. People, it oh, was, I thought you were going to talk about the AIDS crisis. I was like, yeah, this no, is before my time. No, no. It's so uh, gay people are a little stubborn, and <laughs> they would even ignore lockdowns. That's why do you think West Hollywood? And I lived there at the time during the lockdown in 2020. Um, the spike was always in WeHo. And I'm like, guys, Who-ho? just just WeHo. Oh, not well, the you-ho. last part of that just tells us we, all. Well, and it makes me go, okay, guys, we need to be better. Well, and it's not. I don't. Uh, you're you're being nice by saying it's stubbornness. It's just raging. It's raging horniness <laughs> without discipline. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, no, I'm into discipline. That's not what I'm talking about. This is different. <laughs> this is, and it is that. And so it has because we don't follow the guidelines as. And I say we. I sadly am. Uh, a non-sexual priest so i don't do it i'm very you know but Absolute. i mean yep. yeah yeah so because it's terrifying to me so and now this this thing causes if you've seen the pictures they're like basically boils they're the monkey oh, pox yeah. themselves. i've seen mm. and it goes to places you don't want it going i just want you to know it's not it won't kill you i think they need to give it, it a, i painful. think they need to give it a name that is more intimidating something that yeah because monkey pox kind of sounds kiddish if you right? say like if you say like um uh, like pus bubbles, like a oh, bad case of pus bubbles. Right, then about bulldozing. I think, yeah, <laughs> bulldozing. <laughs> well, this is the thing that people were saying. Gay men, you weren't worried about COVID. You're like, um, oh, COVID can kill you, but eh, I'm still gonna go do this. Monkeypox will give you scars on your face, like guaranteed. The, gay men are gonna be like, oh, wait a minute, what? My my skin? Yeah, because got a bad will. case of death and sacks it there. Scar. Yeah, it'll scar there. It also you can get this on your butt. So, oh, you no didn't mention one, that yet. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. So, and it can get Not right where you don't want it to be. Oh. Talk about painful. What are you going to do? Just stand up for the plus, it gets on the bottom of your feet. So, even standing up, so can it's, be like, painful. it's like it's like permanent hemorrhoids. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's this is awful. This on is your feet. Awful. <laughs> on your on your feet and your face. Oh, uh, hemorrhoids on your face. As if they were bad enough. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, this is going around. And honestly, the you know, they're still revving up getting the vaccine out there and all that Slowly. stuff. But, yeah. But um, the gay men in our community, because we're at the high-risk group, they it is available to you. And if you're in mm. Spokane, you can go to the Spokane Regional Health District on the 26th and the 30th of August. They had one on the 24th as well. They're doing clinics, and you can go get your, your monkeypox. I don't know what happens after the 30th. They're like, sorry. <laughs> sorry about it. Well, are they saying it's free until then or available till then? It's available because there isn't a lot out there. So I'm sure they'll release more dates as more... Because they're trying to get enough to everybody can get it if they want it, like we did with the whole COVID thing. But but the at-risk people, in this case, are all the, <laughs> yeah. all the, all the uh, well, promiscuous people. Let's be honest, though. When I was in LA, it was opened up to the gay community because we were considered at-risk for... <laughs> at-risk. <laughs> <laughs> we were considered at risk then too, so I was able to go to the LGBT center down in Hollywood and just get it. No, this is a huge. You should go. It's awesome. <laughs> no, but I specifically mean you should go. Oh, just me in particular. <laughs> no, I went down in Hollywood. It was my doctor was from there, so I just you were able to get right in. So isn't it? Listen, guys, let's get together and talk about this. Isn't it kind of like huh, that we now in two different bad diseases are like you guys should go first. Like maybe we need to, to look at why. We're, I think we're like, the guinea we pigs, doing? huh? Yeah, guinea pigs, and you can't follow the rules for two seconds. Just 
Don't go out and tell. Dang, what if that's the Republicans' conspiracy theory? It could where they, be. They're, and they're thank long you for is, getting all of them riled We up. don't believe in vaccines until we've had the guinea pigs go through yes. it. And then, and then we're the like... the guinea uh, pigs? Yeah, the right? guinea pigs. Yeah. And there's probably a whole group of people like, well, I can't get it because then I will be gay. This is how they I'll get, get the homosexuality. Yeah, exactly. They're going to put it right on me. I, uh, I, I had a coworker. In, but, yeah, oh, I had a coworker oh, that kind of had that sort of thinking about oh. vaccines and, and the water supply. Oh, oh yeah. That's a big thing. Which... Yeah. I didn't know. I don't know how you resolve that. If you don't, if you don't think it's safe to drink water, or you'll turn gay. I know. Where, how, where do you get they your water? Must be how does that South work? Park, and also one with the Integrity Farms, where oh yeah, Integrity to, Farms with the pot. Yeah, where he tried to help people with um, COVID, and yeah. he spread some love into all his. Things. Was Randy Marsh? Yes. Oh, and his then everybody love. Who, yeah, he, who, I remember. Who had that? Got the mustache. Oh my goodness! They had a very particular. Yeah, I, I do. feel I now there's going to be a whole group of people who think that's reality. <laughs> that this is really. <laughs> well, that's, well, this, they're, they're watching the South Park. But I do want to know on where South this. Park, it's true, right? I do want to know where this town is, where the water makes you gay, because I I have a new business plan where it's a bottled. I water. think we just need to know where you grew up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, th- this is the problem. This is we found it. You got to the root of it because I grew up everywhere. We moved every couple of years, so that's why. Wait, wait were being you the, gay is such a thing? Was it was it cause versus? I mean, were you were you <laughs> nurture turning, versus nature? Yeah, were you were you turning gay because of the water, <laughs> or were you making the water turn? I know. Gay? Yeah. I like to think that I'm powerful, human. So <laughs> I made the water gay. <laughs> I take ownership of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. I love it. So uh, my favorite thing about doing a show, please. People were like, "You're doing another one." Yeah, let's just. I think this is the fourth iteration of a podcast in my life that I have done. <laughs> and I've done a TV show and let, might as well do another. I'm just like, let's just keep me as much out there. So this is fun. And this show is based around having a panel of people uh, somehow involved, adjacent to, supportive of the queer community, talking about what's going on out there. Because what what else is a podcast but saying, hey, don't you want to hear my opinion? Oh, that's the most. That's the best that's part. Right. That's why I want to come on. Yeah. I know exactly. So it's a lot of fun. We also aim to have fun through it. You'll notice that there was a fun little commercial we wrote. Uh, we all got to pretend we were actors, and we did pretty good. Boys, good. First job. take for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. You're like, no, I just I actually did that before I got here. So yeah, I just kind of kind of prepped in the mirror. Hundred one for me. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it. I'm so proud of you, Kurt. And we do want to say, uh, please go to that website via hospitalityagency.com uh, if you listen to the commercial because it's a real thing. It's an amazing uh, person who is the CEO of it, and uh, I think there's a need for it in our country, in our world, and probably, sadly, will be more of a need for it <laughs> as we move forward. So, you know, before the world explodes and dies, do something fun mm. and, and let Via plan it for you. So, Boy, that's a tough- Maybe they'll do funerals as Ooh. well. I'm going to talk to him. Maybe they'll do because they do all sorts of celebrations. Where they where they they pose the person at doing a splits in the middle of the dance floor. Yes, yeah. so that would be the Real Housewives version because Kyle Richards, are you listening? She does them from Beverly Hills all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, any parting thoughts, my friends? Um, well, I'm in a really good mood after this uh, this podcast. I mean, we Isn't had so many, had so many really uh, you know <laughs> upbeat topics and listen, uh, listen. We uh, there, no one has depression here. <laughs> just dead silence for a couple <laughs> seconds. <laughs> You're like, oh, I forgot to take my pills. A couple cells, okay, and then we say, right, right, yeah. No, I know. Those are the, and I never know. So every week, I'll have. So we're gonna have new panelists every week. The revolving door of the characters on the show, and some people want to know what we're gonna talk about week. And let's be honest with you, I just pick them as things come up. I want it to be what's in the news right now. So I just add and add to things we're gonna talk about until 
until the day of. So it hopefully not as depressing. <laughs> Do you have a way you're going to say goodbye to the people in the revolving door? It's kind of like don't let the don't oh, let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. What a great idea! <laughs> we need to come up. I love that it's like he's never heard that before. He's, I I made, no, I made that up. Yeah, I that was me. Yeah, 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 just now. You haven't? No. What rock do you live? I love that though. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling it the revolving door. It is. I think that's a great idea. We need to come up with how we get people out the door. It's kind of like get the hell out of here. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna do it there. If you have comments on on what we can say, you can also comment those below. Thank you to everybody who listened to the last episode, and keep telling all your friends. But until next time, later. Bye. Bye.